I'm here with Mary Catherine Pisano, Waterloo jazz musician, and it's finally time to talk all things Christmas. If you've been listening to On the Scene the past couple weeks, you know I'm a little excited for Christmas and Christmas music, so I'm very excited to be chatting with our guest today. Uh, Mary Catherine released a brand new Christmas album on November 18th, and this is a pretty special album because it was recorded live right here in Waterloo at the Jazz Room. So congratulations, first off, on this release. It's super exciting to get another album out into the world. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when this album was sort of coming together, I mean, did you know that you wanted to record a live album? Was this something that you'd been hoping to do for a while? Uh, how did that come together to think of doing a live recording at the Jazz Room? Yeah, you know, I, I love live albums. Mm -hmm. I would say I probably listen to live albums more than I listen to studio albums. I just love the energy of a live album. I love that they're they're not always perfect, you know, that there's just this feeling, this vibe on the album that you can sense that, you know, when you're working on a studio album, as much as I love working in the studio, for jazz, it's going to sound a bit more process, right? And jazz is such a living, breathing genre. So I always knew that I wanted to do a live album. I didn't en always envision doing a live Christmas album. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was always something that I kind of had in the back of my mind as something I'd want to do eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as you talked about playing at the jazz room at Christmas, becoming this, this tradition, I feel like it, it's a good fit, right? To kind of encapsulate that tradition and encapsulate like the memories that have been built over over the years that community that's coming out to see you every year um so nice to have that um materialized in a way that that you can share it with people and sort of have that to mark mark that that tradition that's been so special over the past couple of years yeah it really is and it's nice to have that time capsule of you know that will always exist now of that time when you know, we'd always be at the jazz room and the Grand yes. River Jazz Society was so awesome. They came on board and and um, are d helping to distribute it. And so they kind of, you know, when I pitched the idea to them, they were like, yeah, that's true. You are at the jazz room all the time at Christmas. You know, <laughs> that yeah. is a tradition. We should, you know, so the venue is it is totally on board with it, too, which is really, really wonderful. Wonderful. Um, so when was the album recorded? What year was it actually recorded? I was kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, wait, she released this in November. It's obviously not from this year. And I couldn't, for some reason, I couldn't think about how to piece that together. But was it recorded last year or? Yeah, you're not the only one who's confused. Uh -huh. it, it was recorded last Christmas, last okay. December. And then we kind of knew that it would be weird to release at any time but the following Christmas. So yeah. it was always kind of intended to kind of sit in the vault for a little bit and then be released this year. Of course. But yeah, I think it was December 10th of 2021 we recorded it. Awesome. Okay, so almost a year ago. Very cool. Now, I think that I, I kind of know the answer to this question, but I'm curious to hear more about it. Uh, is there pressure that comes with recording a live album? <laughs> How does that yes. feel to know that like, this is the take that it has to be? How how does that feel when you're performing and, and preparing for it as well? It's terrifying. 
Uh, in a good way, though. You know, I think s- uh, musicians kind of really like operating under pressure in a weird way. We kind of live for that. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of, you know, things going on in the world at the time. It was like, okay, we're still in the height of COVID. And then Omicron started to descend just as that date was approaching. So we're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? <laughs> and um, you're trying not to get sick, period. I mean, musicians at this time of year, singers especially, we just don't want to get sick period with anything of course. So, especially if you're recording a live album I don't even I don't want a cold I don't want anything yeah. <laughs> you know so and we moved um house right at oh that time we moved at the end of November so the pressure was really high but that kind of meant that I was just kind of operating on that you know plane of just survival mode getting through it and mm-hmm. getting to that day uh but I knew the band would be fantastic and we had the arrangements. I made sure that the arrangements in the charts were really well, you know, laid out. And so there wouldn't be any questions. And mm-hmm. we did record. This is kind of breaking news. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but we did record safety tracks that afternoon. Just okay. so we knew we had stuff in the can. So mm-hmm. say if a plate broke or a glass clinked or something right, during yeah. the show, right? That we had safety of everything that was, that was clear. Okay. So then in the mixing process, you are able to kind of go in and and take those moments or, you know, if I cacked or, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's someone a has a big sneeze in the quiet part of the song. Or something. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or the piano bench creaked or whatever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I think once we had that done that afternoon, we all felt like, OK, now we can enjoy the evening. We know we have stuff in the can. And now we're going to have an audience that's going to, you know, bring the energy up. And, and so, and most of the stuff that you hear on the album is the live evening, you know, it's the authentic thing, but there's little tiny moments that we, I, we were just all really glad we had the safety tracks. Perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it turned out uh, beautifully. I've been uh, listening to it since you sent it over to Midtown Radio and had a nice listen before uh, before chatting with you. And what really stands out to me is the arrangements. Um, you were talking earlier in the first half of our conversation that you uh, really enjoy making these arrangements yourself and being involved with them. I find that they're... Um, like they're they're the classics of course the the song choices are wonderful but you just find little ways to make them unique like there's an intro or there's a special outro or you've created some medleys of two songs uh put together in the track so um what was the process of creating these arrangements i am assuming that maybe some of the intros and outros they're like ones that are on one recording somewhere or in a movie version somewhere uh, that we don't hear that often. So how did you go about putting these together? Well, first of all, thank you. I mean, that <laughs> means so much that you really like the arrangements because mm. this was kind of the the debut album. I, I worked on the arrangements too, but this was kind of the first time that I dove in and worked on them kind of solely on, on my own. And okay. with a little bit of, you know, feedback from other people, I would kind of you know, toss it to people and say, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, you're right. You're, you hit the nail on the head. So I'm a movie buff. I mm-hmm. love old Hollywood. And a lot of the Christmas classics are from that era, right? Yeah, Where they might have been introduced in a movie or, um, and you're right. Like there's little verses that I include. Um, the Christmas song, for example, 
which is written by Mel Torme. That's Mel Torme's intro that he did on some live television okay. special in the 1960s or something. So, so cool. um, so I kind of, I love doing verses like that. I think a lot of the time we don't hear those anymore in this era, you know, mm -hmm. even with jazz singers they're, they're for whatever reason, we don't sing the verses and yeah. I love them. I think they're little gems that add to the, add to the songs. So some of them are from a film. Some of them are from the original published sheet music. And I haven't really heard them in a recording before. Like, I don't know if I, it's pretty rare to hear the verse of have yourself a merry little Christmas, I think. Yeah, that one was a surprise to me. Honestly, I was kind of, um, you know, you turned it on expecting to hear something and then hearing you sing that, that one verse, I was like, Oh, this is nice, but this is new. I haven't heard you. You'd never hear this on the radio. Um, so yeah, I love that they're like the comforting songs that we want to hear, but then also these really things that are making them very memorable for the recording that you've done. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I like including those moments and you're right. Like there's all those songs that we hear on the radio every year and mm -hmm. that we kind of almost start to expect them. Right. Especially that Christmas stuff. So it was nice to kind of kind of go into the vault or go into my CD collection and say, okay, is there anything in here that we could kind of, you know, cull or bring to life that hasn't been done in a while? Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. One that stuck out to me a lot was uh, in the Christmas song as well. You have this lovely little outro of the, here we come a caroling. And the funny thing was actually, I heard that and I thought, I know that, but I don't know what that is from. And I actually ended up looking it up and figuring out what song it was. And then I was remembering that it was a song that I like played on piano when I was doing piano lessons growing up. So Aww. it was just this fun little kind of nostalgic kick of, of hearing the Christmas song, which is a favorite of mine. But then, yeah, just getting that little 15 seconds of something else that just sparked another memory in my brain. And I feel like Christmas music is so often about like nostalgia and memories and when did I first hear this song? Yeah, you know, what movie is this associated with? So it was fun to get um, different nostalgic moments and different kind of memories uh, in one song, right? Different like multiple moments in one song. So really enjoyed how you've put them together in different ways. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so you play with a wonderful band on this album. The album also features many great solos, uh, piano solos, ja um, bass solos, horn so or sax player. Um, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful work by them as well. Tell me a little bit about this band that you performed with. Oh, well, I'm just their biggest fans. I mean, every time I think, every time someone brings up my band, I'm like, I know, I love them so much. Yeah. Um, Mark Eisenman is on piano. We've worked together for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And he's just, you know, he lives in Toronto. He's one of kind of, he's, you know, one of those players that's just steadfastly been in the jazz world for so long and is just so reliable and also hilarious. And, <laughs> you know always has stories so he's always a really fun for someone who loves music history and and loves to hear stories about who people have played with I mean you can't get better than playing with Mark Eisenman for yeah. that whole experience um Pat and um the rest of the band actually was on the debut album as well oh, so wonderful. it just goes to show you how much I love them but Pat uh Collins has become a really great friend and he I he and I actually he's the bass player mm -hmm. we met on my recording session for my debut album I 
I saw a video of him playing on YouTube and I was like, he's my guy. I want him to play. And so we met on the session. We had never played together before. Very cool. So, but over the years has become, you know, he's my first call. If I need a bass player, Pat's the first call and is like just the tone he gets on the bass. I mean, it's, I've never heard Mm -hmm. it like that. He's just such a beautiful player and his sense of time is impeccable so as a singer who loves a groove you can't go wrong with that (laughs) yeah of course and steve and i the drummer have known each other probably a decade at this point and whenever i have a drummer steve's on it i you know to the point where if someone wants uh to book us and steve isn't available i'll do the gig without drums (laughs) i just love steve so much he's just i'm just so used to hearing his drumming when I you know am in that context that of course yeah it's just I just love his style so much and he's just been such a steadfast uh friend for for so many years Mm -hmm. and Jason who's on sax you know had a whole career as a touring musician back he's not old but like back in the day (laughs) he was like Mm -hmm. touring with Michael Buble and and is uh a really I think singular talent nobody plays the saxophone like him and uh his style is just so free and uninhibited and I adore working with his creativity it's just everything that comes out is just so so uniquely him so Mm -hmm. yeah wonderful yeah it's such a, a perfect combination there's just a lot of joy in the album and but also these sort of easygoing relaxing feel to it uh while having energy at the same time it's a wonderful wonderful combination um so you get to perform these songs live very soon which is exciting uh about a year after it's recording you'll be back at the jazz room for the classic christmas show um, on December 16th. Are you performing uh, with the same band for this as well? Yep, mm-hmm. same band. We're going to do the redux, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this time someone's allowed to sneeze if they want to. <laughs> yeah, sneeze is all you want as long as it's not right on me. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Got to keep got to keep healthy over the holidays. Um, are you performing the album front to back? I know it, it's the album release show or sort of scattering in some other other songs as well. What's the plan? The plan is I was originally going to do the album in album order, but I changed yeah. my mind. Okay. So we're going to change up the order a little bit just in case the, the album's been out will, will have been out almost a month at this yeah. point when we do the release show. So I thought let's maybe just mix up the order a little bit. And then because as you said, Christmas is so much a time of nostalgia. I'm looking back to the debut album too. Mm. So we're going to do some tracks from the first album as well to flesh out the night. So you'll oh hear gosh. all the songs from the new album, but we'll, we'll toss in a few of the oldies too. Fantastic. I love it. Um, so how can folks get tickets if they want to come see the show? Yeah, you can go to kwjazzroom.com and then scroll down. You'll see my name and there's a ticket link from there. Wonderful. And uh, I think they're $25 unless you're 30, 30 or younger, you get in for 15 bucks. So Okay. That's a nice Wonderful. little. Yeah. Yeah, and such a such a nice way to celebrate the holidays. Like I feel like it's not quite December unless if I don't go to a live concert or something or see someone playing and singing and performing 
those holiday tunes. I feel like that makes it pretty special. So for sure. It's yeah. It just brings comfort in some way just to hear those songs live, right? You're it like, does. Oh, okay, I'm ready for Christmas now. Yes, of course. Go to the jazz room, walk around, see the, the lights in Waterloo Park after or something. If you like, that's your night made right there. Listeners, that's what your night has to be next, next Friday. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> we, we planned it for you. Um, so is this your big sort of local holiday show for the year or do you have any others going on this month in KW? This is the big one for my jazz stuff. So mm -hmm. I, we're also at Manhattan's in Guelph on December 10th. Wonderful. So if people are more in that neck of the woods, they can check out that show. Um, and then I'm music director for some other choirs. So I have other shows going on, but it's not, it's, I'm behind the, <laughs> behind the scenes, yeah. <laughs> waving my arms as opposed to singing through a microphone. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, if people want to uh, follow along with your musical journey, uh, where can they get more information about any upcoming shows or uh, shows that you're conducting or new music? So all my shows are listed on my website, which is marycatherinepisano.com. Mm -hmm. And you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm MC Jazz Vocalist on Instagram and Facebook. It's facebook.com slash MC Jazz Vocalist. So I post all about stuff on all those platforms. Perfect. Yeah. Lots of, lots of chances to see you, uh, for throughout the month of December and in the new year too. I see you already have shows posted for January. So lots to look forward to. Do I? I forget what's going on. In well, they're, they're on your website. Good. I'll, <laughs> I'll refer to it too. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're really looking forward to the show uh, next week. You're going to be celebrating the album release for Christmas live at the Jazz Room on December 16th at the Jazz Room in Uptown Waterloo. Um, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Mary Catherine. It was so nice to hear about the album and, and sort of your musical journey as a local jazz singer. Thank you, Allison. It was so nice to see you again. Yeah. So we're going to end things off with one more song from your new album here. And this one was one of my favorites from the album. It really stuck out to me. It's called Manhattan in December. It's track number eight. And I actually hadn't heard this song before, uh, but absolutely loved it. Where where did it come from? Is, where Where's the song from? This, uh, I love the song too. And I don't think a lot of people do know it. I think it's kind of this hidden gem it's recorded by a new york singer uh ann hampton calloway okay. who if you might not know her well hopefully you know her name but she is famous because she wrote the theme song for the nanny the fran drescher oh, show oh that's so yeah. cool okay. yeah that's so neat. Um, yeah but i came to know the song through um an album called christmas at birdland which is from okay. um a new york band that i love and billy stritch is the piano player on it and the vocalist on it on that album mm -hmm. and I first came to know it through that and I thought oh my gosh that is such a cool song that yeah. so sounds like it's from the 1940s or 50s but is new mm -hmm. so I think it was recorded in the, in the late 90s originally but yeah it's a really fun I'm glad you enjoyed it that's so nice yeah. to hear I love that song too Wonderful. Well, thanks again for chatting with us. And uh, we're going to end things off here with Manhattan in December by Mary Catherine Pisano.